Welcome back to the Relax Into Love podcast. I'm your host, Teal Elizabeth. And uh, wow, okay, I'm just going to take a big deep breath right now because if you've been following me for a while, I know that you're probably right there along with me in feeling like there is a lot going on in the external world right now. And I know in the last few episodes, I've been really keeping it focused on, you know, the things that we can do, the things in our control, in our relationships, in our world, and not really speaking too much about the external world. But I I want to acknowledge and, and just let you know, babe, that, you know, I'm right here alongside of you, you know, really just taking in the everyday moments, taking in the external reality of our world with the Black Lives Matter movement, with the the coronavirus still kind of lingering with borders closing and really canceling a lot of travel plans and all sorts of, you know, not being able to reunite people with their loved ones. It's, it's a very, very complicated time of life right now. And I think more than anything, you know, not only are we just battling with just trying to keep a a semi-normal state of being in our own sphere, Um, I was really reflecting on it, you know, like we are battling one of the most challenging economic seasons of our lifetime. And with many of us creating more intense financial pressure and support as we really try and hustle and prove ourselves as women, you know, and on top of that, like I've mentioned in the past, you know, social media and cell phones have become both a blessing and a curse, um, really creating a constant comparison with others and creating a lot of confusion around communicating with men. And I don't know about you, but it feels like the online world of social media and dating and social dating has gone from this beautiful past courtship ritual that we used to have to now almost like a digital card deck of just swiping through, you know, seeing who's down to fuck. And (laughs) it's most importantly, you know, gender roles are really being questioned and scrutinized and changed. And it makes it really hard to know how to properly even be a woman in the modern day world, let alone still dream of actually having that romantic chivalrous gentleman as a partner, right? So It's probably no surprise that as a woman, it can create a lot of confusion and frustration and anxiety around attracting and creating and keeping that long lasting loving relationship. And I was just really reflecting on this and just thinking like, I know how challenging it can be just in general dating times, right? But then you throw on all this other stuff that I just outlined and it's, it can be very, very overwhelming. So I'm just here just acknowledging where you're at, babe, right now. And I just want to say first off that you are not alone in feeling all of these feelings. And, you know, even even back in the day, you know, it's got been almost 10 years now, but I, I too really, really struggled with, with my dating life. And I felt like no matter what I did, I couldn't fix it. And for those of you who are new listeners who maybe haven't heard my introduction story, you know, and for those of you who have been following this journey from the beginning... I want to kind of share a little bit more about my own personal experiences and some of the struggles that I had or some of the not so glamorous moments, um, just to really reassure you that, you know, no matter what it is that you are currently experiencing or have experienced in the past, you can get through this. If I can get through this, you can get through this. Um, so I want to take you back way, way long ago when I was just coming out of college, Um, I moved up to San Francisco and I want to tell you about a little story that I had, um, and how I was able to overcome that and, and how I've really been able to move through that experience so that you can know that 
you you can do this too, right? So I remember, gosh, yeah, I was back in San Francisco. I think I was like 23, 24, and I remember a very specifically painful night. It was a cold evening in San Francisco, and for the past few months, I'd been dating a new guy that I really thought could be the one, and he was one of those sexy, bad boy bartender types, (laughs) you know, (laughs) the types with tattoos and big muscles and that dangerous smile when he locks his gaze onto you, you know the type, like, ooh, yeah. He's a sexy man for sure. And uh, we worked together at a very fancy restaurant um, that I waitressed at. We actually had to wear like tuxedos and bow ties. Like, can you imagine me in a tuxedo and a bow tie? (laughs) Yes. And every day I would be, you know, going in, doing my orders, and he would just make me swoon like no one else that I'd ever seen when he'd look at me from across the bar. And not only that, like, I'd be putting in orders in the back room, and he would sneak up behind me and just like kiss my neck and make me just have shivers run up and down my spine. Like, whew, I still get hot thinking about it sometimes. Like he just was one of those total bad boy guys. And for some reason, my 23 year old self thought that he was like the one because no one had ever really truly like swept me off my feet like that. Um, And on this one cold evening in San Francisco, he actually had gone farther than just, you know, hanging out in between shifts or hanging out after work, he actually had taken me out on my first real date with him that wasn't just some flirty hookup. And I really felt like I was starting to fall for him. And I thought, wow, you know, maybe this sexy bad boy actually has a soft side. Like maybe he's actually a really good man. And I felt like I could really see his heart. And if you're listening, I I want you to know, (laughs) I hope, I hope he's not listening, but if you're listening, I just want you to know, I love you so much. I appreciate you and everything that I learned from this experience, but I am going to share the painful experience because it was not good in the moment, but I really thought, I'm like, I I see his soft side. I really want to support him. You know, like maybe I'll be the one woman that shows him what a good woman is like, and maybe he'll change for me and become my perfect man. You know, like those were the thoughts running through my mind. And for any of you who have ever thought that you could change a man, like this was me too. I'm like, I can change him. I can do this, right? We're fixers. We're women. We can, we can, we can make men do anything. Um, so we go out on this date and next thing I know, he says he has to run across the street back to the bar where he worked for a moment. And he said he'd be right back. And I was like, okay, that's kind of strange, but he left and I waited and I waited and I waited and he never came back from the restaurant. And I finally paid the bill and I was about to walk over to the bar where he was. And I, no joke, saw him get into a taxi with another woman. No joke. I was in complete disbelief. No way did he literally just stand me up mid-date, make me pay for dinner, and cheat on me all in one instance. I was so furious. And to make matters worse, he left a backpack, his backpack in my car. And when I looked at it, and looked inside of it, let's just say I was shocked and completely disgusted. Like it, it completely threw me for a loop. And 
after getting myself home and feeling completely heartbroken and really angry at myself for letting myself fall for a guy like this, my self-esteem was completely in the toilet. Like, how did I think that this was okay? How did I think that this guy was okay? What did I even expect, right? Why was I not putting better boundaries in place, not being the strong, powerful, badass woman that I was around other people? I was so frustrated with myself for falling for someone that, at the time, I didn't realize had huge red flags, right? I felt weak, I felt embarrassed, and really, more than anything, I felt ashamed with myself, But I learned a lot from that experience. Um, And even at that point, you know, I never really thought that it was me that needed help. I thought that, you know, maybe I just needed to meet somebody new. Maybe this was just the the one slip up and that, you know, the next guy would be good. Um, I never realized that maybe I should look more deeply within myself and why I even had attracted this kind of man, right? No, I just talked to my friends about it and moved on, hoping that the next guy would be different. And newsflash, he wasn't, (laughs) right? I was stuck in this pattern of dating men that I did not deserve or who did not deserve me for a very, very long time. And it wasn't until many, many years later and after a lot more broken hearts, I hate to say, that I started to really just crave a sort of community of women similar to me and that maybe even shared and understood the experiences that I was going through and could give me guidance on how to move through it. Like it was really only in that moment years later where I was like, maybe other people have had these experiences too. Maybe there's a community of people that I could talk to about this, right? Because I wanted to know that there wasn't something wrong with me. I wanted to be able to talk to people other than my friends and and recognize that, you know, maybe there were things that I could learn. But what I didn't know was that I just needed some mindset shifts and some tools and some personal support to really help me move through these blocks and learn how to figure out what it is I needed to do to attract a different kind of men. At, up until that point, I just, I didn't even know that I could attract a different type of man. It was just all I knew was what I saw and what I experienced, right? So fast forward many, many, many years later, after diving into the world of self-development and learning about relationship coaching and hiring a relationship coach of my own and starting to study more about this world of social energetics, which is what I call it now, um, and learning a lot more things the hard way, I really started to figure out some massive truths about what it takes to be in a modern day satisfying relationship. And I'm so excited now to be able to be on the other side, you know, blissfully happy and living every day with so much love. And I really want to share this right now specifically, you know, specifically, literally right now, right now, because the world I feel is really asking all of us, each of us to step forward and to step up in whatever way that we can, right? To recreate our world, to redefine our world. And I've been reflecting on this a lot about how can I really step up? How do I really... Um, how can I give my gifts to the world? And what I've recognized is that I really feel a calling and a responsibility more than ever to step up as a leader for for women, for each of you, to help navigate this modern day world of relationships and dating. I really felt like I needed to fill this void and be that woman to let you know what's actually possible for your love life, despite all of this external chaos and noise, right? I feel, I feel a calling to step forward as your guide, to begin to shift the conversation about 
what it takes to be a truly grounded, strong, feminine leader and lover, to step forward to be the role model of what it means to be a goddess and a queen and a mother and a loving feminine presence for future generations, to set the tone of what true love can really be for future generations, to set a new standard for what a healthy, loving foundation looks like for relationships so that we can really begin to dream again as women, you know, and, and remind you of what's really possible and allow you to really desire and dream again for your own life to show women what's possible for them and help them stand in their worth and to remind them of all the good men that are really out there, right? To reconnect you back to the truth of receiving love from men first must come from connecting back into your own heart. You know, these are kind of the things, the values that I really have been reflecting on as the mission of Relax Into Love. And this is my calling and this is my responsibility to open as many hearts as possible and to restore true love to this world in every way that I can, one by one and to the masses. So... If you are new to my community, welcome. I am so thrilled to have you here. And I'm just so, I'm so happy that I am getting to be that woman that I looked for when I was going through all this mess and all these struggles and reminding each of you that you are not alone, no matter where you are coming from, no matter what dating struggles you've had in the past. Like, we are all here. And I have been studying this work for so long and really becoming a master and an expert in relationship energetics, which is this kind of new concept that I'm really putting forth. And I am here to say that I want to be that role model for you. I want to be that guide for you um, and to help us all remember what's really, truly important. And that's love, right? But also, you know, all this dreamy aspirational stuff aside, I also want you to know that, you know, I am not the kind of person that just allows myself to fail. (laughs) And I'm sure you're not either. If you're an ambitious, driven, go-getter woman, like I know you are, you're probably not the kind that likes to fail either. And so when we think about our relationships and we think about all the stuff from the past, I really want you to know that none of this was failure, right? None of this is you needing to give up, even though it feels like sometimes it's like, what's the point? Why should I go on another date again? It's like, I get it. And if there was a resiliency for (laughs) getting back on the horse and getting back out there, like I know I would be up there in the running for first place. And I'm sure you're probably right there too. Um, But it's easy. It's easy for our mental critic to come in and really start to second guess ourselves, right? And tell ourselves that we're a failure in this area of our life. And for many years, I felt like a failure at love. I felt like a failure at relationships. And that's just so sad. It's so frustrating because I knew in my heart that I was an amazing person and my friends loved me, my family loved me. So I was like, why can't a man love me, right? And then this inner critic comes in and starts beating you up and it's hard to to start to move through those those voices when you don't know any other way to be and any other way to think, right? The voices come in and they start telling you all the reasons why you're a horrible human and why you're unworthy and why you can't really have what everybody else have and on and on and on. Like, tell me if you can relate to this. I am sure you can. Um, and I lived in that place for a long time in the doldrums, right? The 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 dark <laughs> depths of the soul um 
And I think the biggest thing that I realized from going through all of this was that when it came to my quote unquote failed love life, I didn't even know what I was doing wrong. Like I knew that I wanted more and I knew I deserved more, but I didn't know that I was even doing things wrong. And that's kind of where I actually want to come to you now and share something very, very exciting because this is where I see a lot of women being at, right? You've you've been in the place where I've been in some regard or another, right? Where you've just met all the wrong guys and had a lot of painful experiences. You see the dreamy aspirational posts. You see the, all these happy people with love lives that you want, the hashtag couple goals, right? And here I am telling you over and over again, it's possible, it's possible, you can have it, you can have it, but you don't even realize that there's actually stuff you're doing wrong on a day-to-day basis, just like I was. And like I said, it wasn't until I went in and deep dive studied this for over 10 years of just psychology and spirituality and relationship energetics and all of this that I was able to really come out the other side and realize that there are so many everyday mistakes that we make as women that are actually sabotaging your chances at long-lasting love. That's right. Even for me, when I thought I was doing everything right, I was unknowingly screwing it up. Um, insert face palm, <laughs> right? Just smack to the face. Seriously, it's really embarrassing. It's frustrating, but I'm really calling it out right now and just being super honest with you because this is the reality for most of us. And I, I want to be that kind of like voice of reason to say, hey, babe. If things haven't been working up until now, it's time to take a second look. It's time to recognize that maybe it's time to ask for help, right? Maybe there's something deeper down that you need to explore and see if you are making some of these critical mistakes. And that's why as a really, as a valued member and having you in my Relax Until Love community, I want to actually show you what exactly those mistakes are because believe me, I'm not the only one who's done this, and I want to show you how to fix it ASAP so that you don't find yourself in another and never-ending cycle of frustration or disappointment or just darkness any longer. So with all of this to say, I am thrilled to share for the first time on this podcast and for the first time for the members in my community that starting today, I'm going to be offering a free life training to each of my members in this community that I'm calling the three critical mistakes that women make that are keeping you from love that lasts. And honestly, this is a training unlike anything I've ever shared before. And I will admit, it's probably some of my best work I've ever done. And I am so thrilled because I would like to extend a special invitation for you to join right now before it's over. I'm going to be doing a couple of these throughout this these next few weeks, and I really want you to join it. And in this training, I'm going to be talking about the top three mistakes that women make in dating and relationships and how that can help that can actually make good men slip away from us. I'm also going to be talking about the secret identity that high value women share that really make men melt into our presence. And I'm going to also be sharing my proven six step framework to attract and keep lasting love without the stress, headache and heartbreak. These are things that, like I said, have been a culmination of all of the years of my own quote-unquote failed learning experiences in being in relationships and dating, then from diving into it and studying and becoming 
a professional trained relationship coach, and also just a culmination of like my very deeply spiritual background, um, along with just the grounded physical everyday steps that I see from working with women day to day for years and years and years. So if this is something that intrigues you, um, I'm going to be leaving a link in the show notes. I want you to jump on that and register as soon as possible. Um, I'm not sure how many I'm going to be doing, but I just, I really, really want to make sure that I'm giving something tangible to my community. Um, not in just things to think about through this podcast, but to really get to go through slides, show you figures, show you, um, like just, just really give you food for thought, give you some meditation prompts and journal reflection prompts. And it's going to be a powerful training. So like I said, go ahead and click the link in the show notes and you'll be taken over to a place where you can register for this, uh, live training. And, uh, yeah, really thrilled to help you just along this way and be this leader for you, my dear, because, this is a new world. This is a new world we're stepping in, stepping into, and I'm choosing to take it as a huge, huge blessing. Right? There are a lot of definite, definite dark things about this area era of time, but I'm choosing to see the light throughout of it. I'm sorry, throughout all of it, and also be the light for each of you. Right? Throughout this dark time. So, <sighs> take a big, deep breath, ground into your center, and just know, babe, you are not alone. You're not alone and I am not going to stop until I open as many hearts and connect you back with your love and your center. So with that, I will leave you. Thanks for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Relax Into Love podcast. If you are loving what you're hearing, please, I would love for you to write me a heartfelt review. It means so much for the success of this podcast. And honestly, I love hearing what really hits home for your soul and the feedback really I read every piece of it so definitely pop me a love note and share this with a friend share this with someone who you know could really use this message today and let's keep spreading the love until next time